Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. 528-7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the Upper Cumberland's best as we go Inside the Coach's Headset. We'd like to welcome to Inside the Coach's Headset right here on UCSportsNation.com, sponsored by Tony Smith, your shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 931-528-7079. We have the head coach of the White County Warriors basketball team, Coach Eric Mitchell. Welcome to Inside the Coach's Headset, Coach. Thanks, Amos. Thanks for having me. Uh, You've seen a lot. Uh, You've done a lot there in Sparta. Um, uh, Tell us a little bit about how you got into education and how you got into coaching to, to begin with. Well, you know, growing up, uh, I grew up in Pickett County. Uh, spent a little bit. I went to uh, actually spent a little bit of time, and uh, uh, I went to Livingston Elementary, um, and my, where my uncle uh, coached the middle school. And then we moved back to Pickett County, and my dad was the coach. He he had coached girls uh, starting in '69 through '77. Actually, coached both teams. So I, I grew up in the gym at Pickett County, and you know, there's just not a lot to do there. We have Bell Hollow Lake, and you know, you uh, to make money. When I was growing up, you you uh, you cut tobacco and hauled hay and all that. And basketball was a good way good way to get out of that stuff. So you know, my dad being a coach and my uncle coaching uh, down in Livingston to middle school, it just kind of kind of grew up in the in the uh, in the basketball thing. I also played baseball, but you know, we didn't have football in Pickett County, so really basketball was the the number one thing. And back then, you know, you could the gym was open about every night afternoon and you, we just kind of lived in the gym and that's kind of how basketball uh came to me the education part my dad was a teacher my mom's a teacher my aunt and uncle's a teacher teachers and you know that's just kind of the the route that i went when i got to college i didn't go to college to become a coach but it kind of evolved that way and and i and i got my first start in Pickett county in 1997 so that's kind of how i got into the the basketball and education field. The success that you've seen in your coaching career, tell us a little bit about where that's come from in terms of your philosophy and really what you want your kids to really buy into on your program. You know, well, a lot of my philosophy has come from my, my dad. You know, we he won the state championship in girls in 77, and then we won it boys in 90. And then, you know, he went, uh, he went on. He was superintendent part of that time, but uh, you know, a lot of it's come from that. And, and you know, I, I want to be more of a player's coach, and I've been really fortunate to have really, really good kids. And, and, uh, and you know, we my philosophy is we want to play fast and we want to score points. And, you know, the game's kind of, uh, kind of evolved into a, you know, an outside game. You know, everybody can shoot and everybody can, uh, you know, uh, dribble and take it to the, you know, put it on the floor and take it to the rim and, and, and and there's not really a true center back back when I started playing. You know, it was more there wasn't a three point line. It was more of you, the the closer you got to go, the higher percentage of shots. So, you know, um, I want my kids to buy in. You know, family oriented. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Don Meyer down at David Lipscomb, Coach K and Bobby Knight. Some of those guys. We want we want to be like a family and. And you know we want to make the extra pass or the right pass, not necessarily the extra pass, and and just and just play hard and play for their school. And that's kind of my 
you know, play for tradition. And that's kind of what I try to preach is, you know, we're a family and, and, uh, you know, if one, one win, we all win, one lose, we all lose. So, you know, and that's kind of, uh, I've just kind of been fortunate to have kids that have bought into that. And there's, uh, you know, really, no really recipe for, you know, uh, you know, what, when, when they start, but I, I preach a lot about, you know, we want to be our best in February and, and I've, and there's not a recipe for that. We just, uh, they just buy into the system and, and, you know, we've had, have had really had good point guards all along the way too, that, that kind of are the quarterbacks of the team and, and, and that kind of, kind of just evolved into that and the kids buy in and, and luckily we've had a, luckily I've had a lot of success. You know, especially in basketball, um, it, it seems like it, and it's such a it's it's not a sprint; it's a marathon. This I'm talking about the season, uh, and it seems more so in basketball than a lot of other sports that uh, you can peak too early, and then it's it's really up to the coaches and ultimately the players. But it's really up to coaches to to recognize when you've peaked and you might be going down a little bit in terms of, you know, intensity or, you know, scoring, whatever, you know, your defense might be lacking a little bit. How do you, as a coach, been doing this for as long as you have, how do you as a coach recognize that? And then how do you, how do you try to fix it? Well, you know, over the years, you know, this is my 20, this will be my 23rd year uh season starting up and uh, and over the years you know at each different place um you know at Pickett County you know we were a uh zone press back in a 2 3 a little bit of man you know tried to speed the game up i went to Loudon and we were i had uh you know some really good athletes and we we pressed a lot but it was more of a man and then i came here uh to White County and and it was just like a it's a it's a one-three-one. I mean, I had never played one-three-one till I came here, and I've just I've played it for the last, you know, this will be my 16th season here, and we've played it, and the kids love it, and we're more of a uh, we press a little spot press a little bit, and you know, at the AAA level, most everybody has really good guards, so we play a lot of one-three-one and half-court trap, but you know, there's not a, really a recipe of when teams peak and when they don't. Um, my philosophy is, you know, I've seen a lot of people play non-stop in the summer and now these kids are playing AU so we go to we go to two or three camps I try not to burn them out and you know my, my practices have shortened and we try to to get as much done in a couple hours hour and a half couple hours as we can and 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 stay fresh for February and and that that's really basketball's a tournament game and unlike in football you have to win in the regular season uh, to advance the playoffs. Well, in basketball, you don't. You know, it starts all over. You know, there's. I, I, I tell my players there's there's four parts of the season. There's the first part. There's Christmas. Then there's the third part, which is the our district race, and then the fourth and final stage is the tournament. So, I've been very fortunate that that that's worked for me. And uh, you know, I, I try not to burn the kids out. And but there's no really recipe. I mean, you 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 have kids that that sometime are you know, improve throughout the season and sometimes they come in and they're as good as they're going to be. So, you know, that's that, but that's the kind of my philosophy. I, I try not to burn them out. We try to do the four stages of the, of the season. And 
being in the in the different places that you have starting out at Pickett County, uh, going to Loudon, I don't know too much about Loudon basketball. I do know something about Pickett County basketball, and they love it up there. Obviously, uh, at White County, there is a huge following in uh, the basketball program, both girls and boys. Uh, how is it to be in that type of environment, which is absolutely electric uh, when when things are going great? Uh, how is it to be in that type of environment? And, and how do you think really the, the kids feed off of it? Because it's not just a student section. I've seen 80-year-old guys down at the bottom jumping up and down just as much as the kids upstairs are doing. How, how does it feel to be in that type of in that type of envir- environment being the head coach? I, I tell you what, it, there's, there's nothing like it. And I've, I got very fortunate to, uh, um, you know, to come here and get, be able to coach and, and really school gym in, in this County, the fans, the second to none. And, and, and the most, it's a hard game for coaches, but the most electric game is to cook will start a game. And, and I just, you can't, I tell my kids all the time, you better feel lucky and, and that you get to play in a gym and environment like this. You know, the sing, I've coached single-A, Loudons, double-A, and now triple-A. So the single-A gyms are packed, but there's, they're not, there's just more people at Sparta. And, and it's loud, the gym's loud, and, and it's just a great environment. I mean, it, there's, I just can't describe the feeling. And to be out there on that floor uh, like, like our players are and these fans backing them, I think they really feed off of it because they know the people care. And, you know, there's one high school in this town, and there's one newspaper. So I tell them all the time that, you know, they represent more than themselves. And our team, they represent the community. So when they're out, people are going to know who they are, whether they know them or not. So, you know, uh, it's just a special place to play. Um, you know, Coach Sewell, I, 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 went to, I went to college with his uh, great nephews, and I, I got to know him back in the 90s, and, and he was a special, special, special person. And then uh, – Coach White had came and he won back to back states and I've got I got to coach his son so uh, you know they're, they're they're still involved or Coach Sewell's not he's passed away but you know they stayed involved and the community sport is, is second to none I mean it's, there's no other place like it. Well, you know, uh, Sparta is probably most famous uh, basketball product at, at least at this point is is Kelly uh, Jolly Harper, head coach of the. Tennessee Lady Vols, uh, that family is so uh, – they're so humble, and, and they're very uh, quick to let you know that, that uh, they didn't – they wouldn't give in anything. They earned a lot. So how, how has been your interaction? Because, obviously, uh, Kelly's brother Brent played uh, basketball there at Sparta as well. How has been the interaction of that family uh, been with your program as well as just the school overall? Well, they they just they just carried on the tradition here. You know, uh, Mr. Jolly was a great player, and then all his kids and I coached Ross, um, the youngest one. But they they actually lived in the gym uh, nonstop, which you know carries on to other kids see that. And you know now she's coaching at the at the Lady Balls, and they had a thing here for, her and it was packed here. Uh, I got to know Brent. Um, you know, when he was in high school playing for Coach White, Coach White would bring him over, and I was playing at Tennessee Tech, and we would scrimmage them. And then, of course, I got to go. I got to know Mister Miss Jolly when you know I coached Ross. So, but they they they've had a big impact. 
uh, on this community and in this program. Now they're all you know moved off, so we don't see them as much. But uh, you know, they're, they're all their names are on the Hall of Fame wall here. So you know, they're they've been very very good for the Watt County in this program. We're talking to the head coach of the Watt County High School warrior basketball team coach eric mitchell right here on inside the coach's headset sponsored by tony smith your shelter insurance agent you are listening to uc right here on inside the coach's headset podcast uh coach mitchell really in 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 all the things uh you know this team and your program has done you've set some state records in terms of uh, three-point uh, completions and attempts a few years ago with uh, Cade Crossland and, and Pierce Whited and, and those guys. Uh, absolutely uh, uh, one of the most exciting basketball teams I think I've ever watched at the high school level. Uh, how do you gauge uh, when you get, you know, tryouts are over, you've made your team for that year. How How do you gauge kind of what you think the – overall um, productivity in terms of, of offense and defense, and how do you mold that philosophy around those in, those guys in particular? Well, the, the, great thing about, uh, the great thing about high school is, you know, each year is different because, you know, you don't get to recruit your players like college. And, and what the summer a lot is you, you, we play – we probably go to – we probably you, you get, you're allowed ten days, and we probably go to camp six of those just to kind of find out, you know, what we got. Don't put a whole lot of emphasis on it; just let them get out there. But you know, every team, the, the team that team that hit all the threes was totally different than the team before that went to the state tournament because uh, you know I, I had size and I had uh, big guys. I had a couple, you know, football guys that played football, and then we come the next year, and the expectations are always high here, but we didn't really know, and I had. Probably I had you know Mitchell Lamb, Jacob Fresh, Pierce Whited, Kate Croslin, Cole Croslin, and Jared Carter, and they were all about six two or three, and all could shoot it and all could handle it. So we've seen you know, and Cade had had hip surgery, so he didn't play that summer. So that team kind of evolved into, hey, whoever gets the rebound takes it, and we were just fast with fast break, and they was fun to watch. And you know, the year before we were more of a you know we could shoot it, we had size with. Uh, Cordell Henderson and, and Alan Newport and Zach Stevenson, those guys inside. So it kind of evolved into to that throughout the. We wanted to speed you up. We we pressed a little bit more and speed you up, and those guys really excelled at it. But each year is different. You know, the next year I had when I graduated all those kids, I had Pierce and Jared back, and then I had some bigger kids, Thomas Dalton, Malik Murray, and some of those guys. You know that were just role players, and they were the ultimate role players. I mean, they they came to play defense, rebound, and and and, and but and and they excelled as well. But you know, each year's different. This year, you know, team will be is different, going to be different from last year. And, and you know, you got kids grow, and their you know their mindset changes. They 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 want to be better. So each year's different, and we kind of try to find that out. And that's what the first uh, the first part of the season kind of is is to find out what what the strong points and the weak points of your team are and try to work on those and you've had a lot of opportunities to showcase some of the players that have been on your team and they actually move on and play at the college level uh right now you know Cade crossland playing for mm-hmm. tennessee tech and and 
originally went to Chattanooga State, then transferred to Tennessee Tech. And uh, you've got another one on your team right now that's getting a lot of looks right now. How do you, how do you handle those types of situations where you know college coaches and, and are looking in on your games? The players know that they're there. The fans know that they're there. You know that they're there. Uh, how do you handle that from a mental standpoint? I know it probably doesn't change the philosophy of what you're going to do during the game, but how do you handle that from a mental standpoint, trying to keep everybody focused rather than trying to shine a spotlight for whomever that coach is there to look at? Well, um, I tell them up front because I had I had the great fortune. My dad, I, I went to I went to Tennessee Tech camp since I, from third grade till till I signed with them, and I went to other camps. My dad drove me all over the country uh, to camps in Pennsylvania, and then I, then AU started when I was uh, probably in sixth grade, and I played AU the whole time. So I so and then I played at Tech. So I, so I've been there. And, and done that, but I, I'm up front with them. You know, I tell the entire team that hey, there's going to be college coaches out here, but the main focus, uh, we're not changing our style. They're there. We're going to play our game. We're playing for White County, uh, and the fans are out. The fans are there, and we just, I just kind of let them know up front and, and try to stay on the course. And, and been fortunate it's worked. You know, we've had a lot of college coaches in the stands uh, for the last several years, and. And, uh, you know, I've been uh, this year, uh, I've had about 12, 10 to 12, at, you know, at 6 in the morning watching the kids work out. So they've played in front of them, and they know the expectations, and we're, we're just up front with them. So that's kind of how I handle that. And easier said than done, probably, as far as that goes. Oh, yeah. Because uh, everybody wants to put their best foot forward, but in the same sense, they're probably pretty nervous about it as too because they're afraid to screw up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I guess that is the case. But you know, the last uh, the last five years we've had several, so they they know they're probably going to be there, and and we'll have several this year. But we we don't we don't try to put too much emphasis on it. I, I mention it, you know, before during the week and before. And, and and sometimes it motivates them to go out there and play hard. And you know, and I tell them, don't don't do something that you can't do. Do what do what you do. And we're big on role, you know, playing your role and this and that. So, you know, it, it's it's thus far, you know, I mean, the last couple of years, well, you know, we've had Coach Payne at Tennessee Tech sitting right down where Mr. Dacus and Mr. Jolly always sit, where where we sit now. But so they know they're there, and and been very fortunate. Kids have not tried to do go overboard to, to show out for the coaches because like you said earlier this crowd you know when we play a district game it's packed when we play a team from nashville or chattanooga that don't bring anybody it's still relatively full and allowed so they're they're kind of used to it and you get in the game and and the and the, our student student body is the marine maniacs are, are second to none so they kind of feed off that it kind of kind of just goes away thankfully well, Coach, one of the things that I always like asking every coach that I talk to is, is, is uh, especially someone who has had the, the length in terms of your career uh, and coached so many kids, is if, there was, if, you, if you could just throw a dart on the board and, and pick one particular player that has been through your program, uh, what would you hope they would say uh, about – playing for Eric Mitchell in White County? 
just that they love me. I mean, that's I love them, and and you know that that's my kind of thing. I, I want, I want, you know, the bas- basketball. You know, it, it's it's a it's a game, and um, you know, at the end of the day, I want them to I want them to have had fun here, even though it is hard at times, and playing for White County uh, for the fans and their school. You know, I, that's what I would want them to say. I mean, you're not going to make everybody happy, but I try to make I try to make that. Fifteenth man feel as important as the, as the first man, and that's what I hope they would they would say for me. And, and you know, I got the, I kind of got the uh, the philosophy from my dad. I got the you know the humility from my mom. So you know, I've never met a stranger. Try to talk to everybody, and I want I want to make that fifteenth man feel as important as the as the number one man. And I hope they would say just that that they love me and they know I love them. Well, Coach, we really appreciate you uh, coming on here on Inside the Coach's Headset, sponsored by Tony Smith, your shelter insurance agent. Go see Tony at 425 East Broad Street right here in Cookville or call him at 528-7079. Coach, best of luck to you. I know that uh, the season is fixing to get cranked up here pretty soon. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us here on the podcast and hope to see you soon. Hey, thank you, and go Warriors. Thanks, Coach. Hey, Amos, appreciate it, brother. All right, man, have a good one. All right, you too. Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. 528-7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the Upper Cumberland's best as we go inside the Coach's Headset.